Welcome to decaf. As you can tell, Mark and I are still in our homes. Um, I've tried to switch up my scenery. Mark has been in the same place for six weeks now. So this, huh? But this will be the next week. Will be the last one we do this, and then we'll be back in the office. That's for the true. Next one. We'll be back together. Um, Mark will be within hitting distance, and I owe him a few jabs after some insults he threw at me last week. So if I don't get my hair cut, too, my hair might be touching you. From, I know from your hair is looking. Like, but, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a hat until further notice. My hair is too long and gross and I'm getting a cut next Friday. So I will only be wearing a hat until then. Well, I caved into the quarantine pink hair trend. You can't really tell. You can tell in person. You can't really tell here, but got a little bit of a pink tint to my hair. hair for once. It's a bit I know. Fun. Mark told me we did a Zoom call this morning at 10 and he told me I looked like a homeless person. So well, in fairness, yeah. I mean, she woke up like 4 a.m. to drive and stuck in traffic and clearly had not showered. Okay. I had showered. I just hadn't washed my hair. Okay. I was well, clean. I was just not looking. I, I can't smell you, so I can't. <laughs> can't testify for that. I just didn't look clean. And Mark goes, you look like a homeless person. So I really stepped it up for this. Um, anyways, enough insulting me for now. Speaking of going back to the office next week, um, coronavirus update from a lot of states. So Tennessee is um, the governor's ending the executive order, the shelter in place order. It ends on April 30th, and he has not expressed interest in renewing it. Things are really... Moving forward, um, today, Beacon released policy recommendations for restarting. Um, it's called Don't Call It a Comeback, which I love. Um, Mark, you have been doing a lot of media relations around this. It's generating a lot of buzz. Yeah, well, I mean, Ron did a really great job writing the report. And um, Beacon's kind of been in a good spot because I think that we're – I think we're kind of in the middle ground. I think we're obviously, we want to reopen the government and we think it's important to do that because people's livelihoods are at stake, but we also understand there's health risk. And I feel like all you're seeing in the media are these two opposing views. One side who almost doesn't think it's anything. It's like, oh, only like three people are going to die or I don't, I think it's a hoax. The other side wants to shut down everything for the next 18 months. So I feel like there's not a lot. I think that most people are in the middle ground, but when you watch the news and the media, people seem to be really strongly one way or the other. I mean, we've kind of just done, I think we've done a good job of coming down to this point where we don't want government overreach, which has happened in a lot of states. Um, so the idea of, of protecting health and safety. So Ron did a great job and kind of gave some, gave some good tips uh, for the government as they move forward with the, with the idea that we're going to open our government back up, which we fully agree with uh, as a, a May 1st date. I love it. I ordered a cute denim um, mask to wear as we start walking around downtown a lot. Look, I just don't want anybody coughing on me or I don't want to cough on anyone. You never know. Denim? It could just be like a normal one. Oh, well, I just wanted a cute one. Um, <laughs> My mom actually got a hotel in downtown Nashville, like a nice, I think it was the Hotel Indigo or one of those for like 90 bucks a night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's all, I mean, I had a flight get changed and um, like that I didn't change, like the airline changed it. And um, I went on to look about changing it again. And it's a flight to Salt Lake City that I originally booked for a lot of money. It was more than cut in half for, for the flights now booking. I mean, it's ridiculous. Wait, why are you going to Salt Lake City? For a, a national communication director's retreat. Come on. Uh, is that still happening? Apparently. Meredith, Meredith, well, if you're listening, you know, please. I'd like to see a jazz game because the season so, was, was so messed up that like they're going to be still playing at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. They might be the playoffs because everything's so that, bad. Honey, jazz is not going to be in the playoffs. They, they are. They already like pretty much close to seed. You just don't understand basketball or sports. I just – I just can't cheer for the Jazz fundamentally. You have to cheer for them, but factually, they are going to be in the playoffs. There's no it doubt. <laughs> so disappointing. Um, so Tennessee, like Mark said, has done a really great job, but other states have not. I don't know if you caught uh, Justin's blog post the other day trashing Michigan. Their um, governor 
banned like weird things. Like you can't go to Lowe's or something. You, no, can't, I didn't buy- get Lowe's. you can't, you can't buy gardening stuff. I mean, she just has kind of, and that's the issue. Like she's just been uneven and has just randomly picked winners and losers based on what she mm-hmm. thinks is essential and what's not. I mean, she has been a, the biggest loser to this where she was actually talked about as a possible vice presidential candidate. And now she's like, we'll probably not win election based on how she handled it too far one way. And then you have other governors who maybe have handled it the other way, but she has really taken it, taken a beating. And then speaking of taking a beating, Tennessee's taken a beating from Kentucky. And as it turns out, we're doing better than they are. Way better. Yeah. Every, pretty much everything. We've tested more people. We've had less deaths or per capita. I mean, and everyone's crediting uh, governor Bashir from, from Kentucky for, all the great things he's done. Somehow our, our numbers are better pretty much across the board and, and really has done a much better job of not going overboard. So I think, I think it'll be interesting case study once we look back and see what the actual different percentage wises and deaths and, and cases and things like that, based on how much the economy was cost, how many people lost jobs. And I think that when you look back, you would say the people who are a little bit less stringent and who put less regulations on what business could open and could not are the ones who are going to do better because even if they have a few more deaths they're gonna have a lot more people with jobs and they're gonna have a lot more people that, that their economy is working for and that's what we're hoping for we want people to be safe always but we also want people to be able to stand up on their own two feet and have jobs and be able to feed their families and in order to do that we just got to be sensible about things so that's our coronavirus update unless you have anything else to say mark yep, um it. And and now I want to move on to more of a fun coronavirus update. Um, well, Mark it's not, didn't say fun coronavirus update. No, this is the fun side of what's been going oh, okay, on. Okay, okay, trying okay. to like keep things light. And Mark the had light. no idea what I was talking about, but there have been a lot of emerging trends um, during this quarantine when all of America has been locked down for some people for eight weeks at this point, even longer. Yeah. Um, and so Mark did not believe me when I said some of these things. And he was like, find the numbers, find the numbers. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say I didn't believe you. I just, I didn't see that. And it was weird to me. And most people won't know what you're talking about. Okay. I believe so you. If you're on social media, you've probably noticed a lot of these things. The first thing that has really been trending is everyone's making bread at home. When I Googled, quarantine bread the la times had an article about it all these outlets had articles about bread so much so that king arthur flour the best flour that you can use to make bread their sales have gone up two thousand percent in this coronavirus season a flour a a company that makes bread flour gluten-free flour their sales have gone up two thousand percent well, I do know my friend Soto, I mean, he's trying to make, he makes cookies and cupcakes and things like that. He's not being able to find flour until about the last week. He said, so what is the, uh, why are people making bread? There's not because a- we have time. So sourdough bread takes a really long time to make. You have to feed a starter. You've got to knead it, proof it, all these different things. And it takes a long time to make. So while people are at home, they're just making bread. People are also cutting the ends off of lettuce, putting them in glasses and regrowing lettuce from water, from the end of the lettuce. These things cost like four dollars. Like, why don't you spend your time doing something better? Because we're bored. What else? Do we make, make, make something cool and delicious. Like making bread is. Who cares? Like make garlic bread at least. Wait, Mark, you put garlic on bread. You don't I get it. But bake. you can just buy. You can buy sourdough bread for like four bucks at the grocery store. Make he some- doesn't get it, you guys. He doesn't get it. Okay, maybe you'll get this. TikTok. Who's heard of TikTok? It's a new-ish app for. more like the gen z crowd and they make up people make up dances they have these tiktok jokes they do lit dubs over famous movie and tv scenes close to 
2 billion downloads of the TikTok app. It has outperformed downloads of Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, Twitter. It is skyrocketing. And, you know, I've seen a lot of memes on the internet that say, no matter how bored I get, I promise I won't try to become TikTok famous. Um, what is that? Is that like, there used to be an app that you could like play 10 second videos. Do you remember that? Um, like and it Snapchat? went up. It was a big deal. People love like the 10 second videos. I can't remember the name of it now. I just wonder if that was supposed to like replace that. I don't know. I know nothing. Um, I know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but and now apparently on TikTok, TikTok is a thing. So is it more people like our age doing it? I, I know that it's always yeah. people like 14th or 18th. I'm saying like the new downloads. Like I know like the people in high school and stuff, that's a normal thing for them. Like I feel like the new yeah. like our age group be like, oh, let me, let me try this. I'm not, not doing anything else. People are downloading it. Some people are making TikTok videos that are our age. Most people like me and my friends, we just watch them. Like it's just entertainment. You just scroll through, you watch people do cool dances, you exit out, you don't have to interact with anyone. It's pretty nice. So basically, basically what Justin does on Twitter and then like gets right off. Basically exactly what Justin does on Twitter. Yeah, Justin, if you're listening, you've been called out. Um, another thing that has um, skyrocketed, Netflix in the fourth quarter of last year, they had under 10 million subscribers. Their first quarter report just came out, I think yesterday for this year, and they have 15.8 million subscribers as of this quarter. Maybe this is my ignorance. <laughs> I didn't have Netflix. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking too. People were doing away with Netflix in favor of Apple Plus and all those other things, but people have re-downloaded Netflix. My mom said she wished she'd bought Netflix stock before this happened. So maybe it was like a combination of like they had Netflix before and they went with Hulu or Disney Plus or something like, well, I am stuck here for weeks. I might as well get Netflix back so I have more selection. Maybe that's- Oh, no bored. Yeah. I think that's- what's Yeah, that's, that's great. I, I like don't know one person without Netflix. Although as we know, um, a lot of people use other people's accounts to do it. I, I am the Netflix provider of my family. Um, I think my sister and my mom and dad use it. So. I am too. Same. I'm the Netflix Don't provider. you feel accomplished? You're like, hey, finally, I'm giving my parents something. They, they take yes. me my entire life. But like, hey, I'm paying for Netflix. I feel very accomplished in that. I actually set up my mom's Roku when I was home for Easter on her TV that I gave her for Christmas and still wasn't set up yet. And I was logging into like Hulu and Prime TV and Amazon. Uh, yeah, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Netflix, all these accounts that I was logging into that were mine. And I made some kind of quip about like, huh, look at, look at me providing for the family. And mom then returned with a quip of how she just made me a very expensive steak. So I needed to keep my mouth shut. So it also had you, right? which is important me. too. But. I was on the payroll for 18 years. Yeah. All that. Um, so last thing that has that will surprise nobody, Zoom, what we're recording this on right now, Zoom yeah. is the top downloaded app more so than any paid gaming apps, any social media apps. Zoom is the most downloaded app during this season. Did you see, I, I didn't really know what Zoom was. I kind of knew of it peripherally, but like I didn't know what it really was until we had to do it. I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, this is great. And that's one, man, if you got in the stock before that hit, you would be a rich person, I'm sure. Well, they were talking about how Zoom's set up. So there are different levels that you can have of Zoom. They have this freemium account, which is free, but it's really awesome. That's what we're using right now. You can have a meeting for up to 40 minutes. You can record up to three people at a time. Like it is wild what you can do without having to pay for it on Zoom. And they have all this other functionality. They are making so much money. 
And then Beacon also has a paid account for when we have staff meetings and things like that. And Justin's actually going to be doing an interview on, on our paid account in about 45 minutes with uh, Fox 17 here in Nashville. Yeah. So it, like they're making money, people are using it. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure they're selling our data to everyone, but still, I mean, yeah. it's, it's nice to be, it's nice that we can use it free and that Beacon also has a, a premium subscription to the, when we have our, we have our staff meetings on exactly. this month. And it's been great so far. I've had nothing but the sounds good. The quality's good. I like it a lot on Skype so far. Yeah, poor Skype, man. They they used to be the the thing, and now they're not anymore. I mean, there's even marketers that are making custom Zoom backgrounds. You can do backgrounds on Zoom, and there are marketers that are making custom backgrounds for people. Wait, don't you don't you have you show us the background? You have this. I so mine hasn't been working lately, but our coworker oh, Joe no. has custom backgrounds, and he has this like revolutionary war something or other, I think behind him. We'll, we'll experiment with custom backgrounds and do that for our last week in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried, I tried to mess around a little bit. It didn't work super well for me, but I'm not the most tech savvy person. So maybe yeah, that. No, that's why I set this stuff up. But anyway, those are some of the trends that are, Oh, Oh, look, I did it. <laughs> oh my, I look, God, somehow even more pale than normal. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm done with this, but that was cool. I hated that. Well, oh yeah. gosh. There's, there's not, I think you have to download like the good choices, right? Okay. It's we're good. scary. Yeah. You have to, it's because your skin color is the same color as your light walls. It and really is. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. I will say that when I come back, I feel good. Cause like, I feel like everyone else's that we work with will be as, as white as I am because nobody's really gone out as much. So, and I, 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 I was even feeling like I got some, I got some tan. So I've been maybe. using that fake tan or like it as my job, pretending like I've been outside convincing myself that I've got a tan because I've been using fake tanner. I have, oh. Now the tanner stain, stains on my hands right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, oh, next week. I know what we can do next week for our Zoom backgrounds. Okay, so tomorrow night is the NFL draft. It is. By the time we publish this, the draft will have already happened. We should find some backgrounds of our favorite players that got drafted for the NFL draft. We should make those our background next week. Sounds good. You know how much I hate Alabama. Actually, one of my favorite players who's in the draft is, is an Alabama player. Which one? I really like Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be. Knew you were going to say that. We love a, Jerry Judy. Yeah, he's going to be an NFL stud. He's going to be a Julio Jones type uh, type guy. And they're talking about potentially the Titans uh, trading up to get him too. So we'll see. They need some receiver help. Yeah. That would be my dream. I would go to every game. I yeah. love both of those men, Jerry Judy and Julio Jones. Um, who else? I didn't even know the draft was happening. I'm, yeah, I don't told you. keep up with that. So it's going to be the biggest. It's going to be the biggest betting day of the year too, because people who bet on professional sports. I mean, I like to bet sports. Haven't like there's nothing to, to bet on, and now you can bet on like what what order people go in, what teams draft what players. And I, I mean, I took Alabama under five and a half players picked in the first round. Which I mean, that's a lot of players. They should get four or five, but I think under five and a half. But it'll be cool to watch. And there's there's a lot of uh, I mean, most people haven't got to see a real sporting event in months, and this is going to be like the closest thing. And people get excited anyway. I mean, remember how crazy it was in Nashville? Yeah. So everything else being completely non-existent. Any sports fan is going to watch this. But how's it going to like? So are they going to be there? Are they going to do it all virtually? It's all virtual. It's all virtual. I guess really? They it up and they're going to have cameras in in people's uh, houses and like the GMs are going to have their own camera set up and they're going to announce the picks like probably over maybe over Zoom. I'm not sure. Wow, that's okay. I might have to watch that because that's going to be pretty cool. cool. Especially when like the the eighty year old dude who doesn't know how to use a computer is like trying to figure out how to make his pick and like somehow runs out of time, but. It, <laughs> Yes. It'll be a nice reprieve from people who have, they just kind of need a break from the coronavirus stuff. I mean, like it's been so bad on families, uh, bad. not just the illness, but the, the after effects that 
has hurt their economic futures. Um, so it'll be nice to have a little bit of a distraction. I think this will be a, a good distraction to have. And it'll be interesting. And we'll see where Tua should be a, a top five, top six pick. And and Jalen Hurts will, will likely get selected too later later in the draft. So all the all the Alabama quarterbacks, who, if I'm not mistaken, weren't even good enough to make the playoff last year. It's weird they're going to have six players, but whatever. Unamused. Um, no, I just, I just, I'm just making a point. Unamused. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, we will be watching that. And we will have our favorite players behind us next week. Um, and then the last thing we do every week is what we're watching. So Mark will be watching the NFL draft. I may or may not watch it. Um, probably will. Mark, do you have anything? Because I have a really hot take about what I've been watching. Do you have anything that you've been watching to save me from myself? From uh, it's it's going to be worse than what you do. But I, me and me and Kira watch Too Hot to Handle, which is this like reality show where they're on the beach and basically they have to abstain from like kissing, any sexual conduct, anything like that. And it's all these supposed to be the hottest people, which I mean I don't agree with, but whatever. And then like they lose money if they break the rules. Um, it was bad and I like trash and it was like, I regret watching it. It's, I'm like, I felt so much dumber from having watched it and I'm, I already feel pretty dumb. So it's, it's, re, it is not, it's not worth watching. If you're like, Oh, I'm bored. This looks interesting. It's not. Don't yeah. You don't it. have the brain cells to lose. So I don't know. No, no, I know yeah. when I'm smarter than everyone there. That's really a problem. Oh my gosh, it, that is a problem. Well, so, I started watching on Netflix. I started watching wild, wild country. Um, I was actually like recently, West Virginia. No, stuff? that's the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Gotcha. Wild, wild country is about, so I actually was recently given a piece of advice. I told one of my friends that I'm really into cults and he said, don't start a first date with that. I don't mean that I'm into cults. Like I want to join a cult. I mean that I'm into like the psychology of cults and wild, wild country is about a cult. And, um, I started watching it. It's really interesting. I also listen to a podcast called Cultish. I think I'm really spiraling here toward the end of this quarantine. Well, you've already you started off really bad too, so you <laughs> spiral. But what is so? What, what is it? A cult that we've heard of, or is it like a? I have never heard of it before. It's not like Jonestown or okay, any of those okay, things yeah. like that. Now it does have a grim ending, but um, I'm not going to give anything away. But it is. It's, it's a cult. I think we know how it ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things are. Usually it's everyone dying. If, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. I haven't finished it yet. I want to finish it this week. I also recently, my mom loved this movie called Sloan. Hey, Sloan. Sloan is excited. Hey, stop. Um, there she is. There she is. Um, my mom loves this movie. She's been telling me to watch it for years called Moonstruck. And Cher is in it. Yeah, Cher is in it. Cher won the Academy Award for her performance in it. And it is like I watched it with her the other night. And it really is one of the best movies I have ever seen. It's like a 1980s movie, an Italian family. And it really is one of the best movies I have ever seen. It's on Amazon Prime. I want to see Moonstruck, it's called? Moonstruck. I want to see what the reviews are. Like, did it get good reviews? I mean, it, it was nominated for Academy Awards. Like, that Sharon, doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of garbage movies. But yeah, it got 93% of Ron Tomatoes. I'm more interested in that. So, okay. I thought that Cher's scene was bad enough. I didn't know her acting would be would be any better than that. Her but. acting is great. It's Nicolas Cage, believe it or not. And he's like the God. stud. And Cher. And y'all, it is so good. I've been telling everyone to watch it. Let me say one thing about Cher. Because, I, I mean, it's probably worth watching. But Cher also, as much as I don't really care for her much as a person, um, some of the most underrated songs of the late 90s, though. I remember Believe, which, I mean, that's, I still play that in jukebox. That was such a song. 
such a banger. That song freaking slaps. I, I remember number one of my VH1 countdown, which I used to write. Did I ever tell you this? I used to write down the VH1 countdown every week from one to twenty every single week, and then read it to my dad on the phone and like, <laughs> and like, bless their hearts. Like they were, so, they they put up and like, oh, that's interesting. You're like, meanwhile, you're like, I don't care. I don't care that uh, Chumble Woman moved up three spots this week. Not that interesting, but because I. I was really passionate about it. My parents listened. I had a whole, I had like two full notebooks of like two years worth of the countdown every single week. You did that for two years? I did. I'm, I'm gonna, have you ever heard of a Lilith Fair? No. <laughs> it's like a feminist like thing. It's like uh, Melissa Etheridge and all those people like that. And I remember I really wanted to go because I loved all the artists on there and I didn't really understand what it was. And it's like, and like Paula Cole and, and my mom's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to send you there. But I loved all the songs of the VH1 countdown. I just remember them being like, yeah, I don't think Lilith Fair is, is probably where you as a nine-year-old boy should be going. I wasn't allowed to watch MTV or VH1 when I was growing up. I could watch CMT though. CMT was allowed because at that time it really was the Reba TV show. I used to watch Reba. I used to, I was really into CMT. I used to watch it all the time because that was like the only like adult channel that I thought was cool. Like HGTV wasn't cool to me yet, which now I could watch it all the time. I was so too mature for Disney Channel and Nickelodeon, but I couldn't watch MTV or VH1 yet. (laughs) Have you ever seen the show Shameless? I've never seen it. No. Oh, Emmy Rossum. Yeah, the guy from Reba, who's like the biggest joke ever, the, the boyfriend, is like, a, like apparently a good actor. You could not tell from watching him on Reba. He's like a serious actor now. Yeah, well, let's be real. Reba was kind of a joke in itself. I mean, it was fine, but it was not. Uh, Rod- Rodney Carrington was the husband. Yeah, it had a lot of, yeah, it had a lot of. Uh, it was a lot not of, a like it. I mean, I even if I did not care for country music at that time, I'm like, oh, for a 12-year-old, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was like an adult sitcom I thought was cool, but yeah. that is so funny that you read the VH1 countdown. To I want to see if my parents could find that notebook, but yeah, every single week I used to call my dad at work and like, and he was like, okay, I'll take five minutes off my day <laughs> to you and be like, meanwhile, he probably has a gun to his head. Be like, I can't, I cannot hear this anymore. You called your dad at every, work. To every single time. Fr- yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got to give it to them. Like they did not love that, but my parents were very supportive. It's pretty clear from, from the fact they li- let me listen to that. And I used to like make my own top 20 countdowns and make my sister listen to them just from like CDs I had. So I would make my own numbers and it was always a good time. That is so funny. Anytime my dad would take me to the store, like if I had to go with him to Walmart, this was before Target was a thing in my town at least. But if I had to go to like Walmart or Kmart with him, he would always get me the newest now CD. Oh, did you ever buy singles? Like I singles used to be a huge deal. I never bought singles, but I did have hit clips. You remember hit clips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like the younger generation. But like singles used to be cool because you're like, oh, I really like that song, and I don't want to spend thirteen bucks. And now I'm like a dollar ninety nine. I can do, it. and they're always and they had like usually two songs, a good song and then like the one you know, and then like, uh, but yeah, I used to buy singles like it was my job. But I had an allowance, so iTunes used to do this thing when I got my first little pink iPod Mini. Um, iTunes used to do this thing where your parents and they probably still do it can set up an allowance for you on the music store and oh, so wow. on the first of every month I would get ten dollars and I would be sitting at the computer waiting for that ten dollars to hit and then I would have a list of the songs that I wanted and I would download my ten songs and I would listen to those nonstop for the for entire month, month. For the next month that's awesome yeah see that's you can tell we're, we're close to the same age but you can tell our age difference and like what you listen to like we didn't have iTunes until I was in college so like yeah. I, would listen, I would listen to our, uh, a cd player like early on a tape player um, oh i had a tape player i had yeah. abba my parent my mom would only get me tapes that she liked and so i remember having abba's greatest hits on a cassette tape 
All, all two of them. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. Well, I feel like we talk forever. Oh, worse. We just keep talking about this. Um, okay. To bring it around full circle, we will be out of quarantine next week. Um, well, next, next week. week will be our last one yes. here. And then we're going back in the office on Friday. Um, and then we'll be back for good after that, for good or for bad after that. Um, if you want to see our policy solutions, they're available on our website, beacontn.org slash coronavirus. Also, beacontn.org slash COVID. If you forget which one it is, don't worry. It's at both. Um, we have some new videos, some new blog posts that are up. And additionally, um, if you are living in Nashville and are looking at the property tax increase that's potentially coming at us and you want to talk to us about how that might hurt you and your family, we want to hear. So let us know. Shoot me an email about that property tax increase or anything else that you might need help with during this challenging season. Um, Mark, any final words? Yeah, that's it. This is a good episode and uh, looking forward to hopefully being back in the office soon. Yeah, can't wait. See y'all next week.